Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Good morning, everyone. Happy uh, Labor Day weekend. Hope you're getting a chance to rest or enjoy the time at least. Stories are, are beautiful today. You may not think so, but let's get right into it. You know what I've noticed, and you noticed, and the older you get, you'll notice this as well. Life is short. Life is really short. And then some of you say, well, it feels long. That's the unique thing about life. At times it feels short, at times it feels long. That is actually a saying that the days are what? Are long, and the year is short. And I always didn't understand that. Days are long, years short. I mean, it's, it, it seems like this day is not going to end, but all of a sudden, we're in September. And the year just started. And time is flying. And the summer is over. No, sorry to make you sad. The summer is over. And, and it's just like, where did the time go? It, it went fast, but it took a while. And then at times in the summer, it's like, when is this going to end? When are the kids going to go back to school? When, and it, 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 you can't figure out. But at the end of the day, it's, the days are long, but the, the year is short. And it's just flying by. You know, we had some people just start high school for the first time. And, wow, they're in high school. And some just started college. We had a big group from STSA go to college. And you're like, wow. I remember when they were babies. I remember when they were small. I remember when it's going by fast. And you can see that time is going and it won't stop. The thing for me that I don't like, and I don't know about you, is when time is going by fast, and like I said, we're in September, it makes me think, did I just waste the summer? What did I do this summer? What do I do this year? We're in September. We're almost done. We're going to be staying in, you know, Happy New Year pretty soon. What do we do? What do we accomplish? What did I, like, that's, that's how I look at things. Did I waste the time that God has given me? But it's going by very, 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 very fast. And the church today, I don't know if you noticed, but today and then next week, it's the last two Sundays of the Coptic year. And always the last two Sundays, I don't know if you know this, but it's always the end of times. The end is near. Time is running out. Jesus will come again. Sometimes people really get scared, and it's not meant to be scared. And that's what I'm saying is like, definitely there is one clear thing. Either Jesus will come again, or we're going to go to Him. That's the two options we have. What I mean by that is, time is fast, time is running, and we don't know when it's going to be, but all of a sudden... Either we're going to go to Him, it's our time, or He's going to come to us this time. So I don't think we, I think the church is not here to scare, but to awaken the fact that this is true. And I think sometimes when we're young, we don't get this. When you're older, and all of a sudden, you just realize you're getting really old, and it's getting fast, and there's time, you start to, and people, by the way, this is why people have midlife crisis. You know what a midlife crisis is? Is all of a sudden you wake up, and you realize you're old, and your time is running out. And so instead of having a midlife crisis when you're in your 40s, somewhere, and instead of doing that, we've got to figure out 
how to make the most of our time. How to not waste any more time. It's going fast. The days are long, but the year is short, but we're almost in 2024, and it's going by fast, fast, fast. So what do we have to learn from this? Okay, so what do we do? What do we do if life is going so fast, and God is coming, or we're going to Him, and that's going fast? Let's read together in the epistle today. I want to start with the epistle because I felt like this was the perfect... Like, we know the gospel, what it said. The gospel says the end, the end, and end, and shows the end. But before that, let's open up together to James chapter 4, verse 14. Let's read that together, because that's really important. So what should I do if my life is really going fast? What should I be doing? Let's open together. James 4, 14 says this. Pay attention. This is for you. This is for me. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. The reading of the book of James today says, your life is a vapor. It's going to vanish. It's good news, guys. Your life is going to be over soon. And even if you live a hundred years, it's going to be over soon. I know you can't capture that, but just look at this year. It's going really, really, really fast. That's how life is going. You can't slow down time. You can't slow down your life. It's going very fast. Even here, the Bible says, it's a vapor. It's going to disappear. It's going to evaporate. Evaporate is like something that ceases to exist. We're going to evaporate here on this earth. We'll go somewhere else. But my point is this. If life is really a vapor, then what does God want you to do while you're here? I'm asking you a personal question today on Labor Day weekend. What does God want you to do in this very fast-paced life when it's almost done? Now, if you have an answer to that, then I'm very proud of you. But when I ask people, what does God want for you? People have no idea. But wait a minute. We're going to sit here every day in church, or every week we come, and we go to God, and we go to prayer, and we don't even know what our life is supposed to be about. But it's going to be done like that. It's going to be done like that. That's a bit louder. It's going to be done quickly. Right? That's how fast things go. And here it's clear it vanishes away like a vapor. Now, what are the rest of the verses? So let's get down to it. So what are we supposed to be doing? Here's some hints today. I'm not going to give you a foolproof plan, but here's some hints today on what we can be doing while we're still here on this earth, young and old. What does the rest of that verse say in James 4, 14 and 15? It says, For what is your life? It's even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. What's the next part? Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or do that. Did that give you the answer what you're supposed to be doing? What's the answer to what you're supposed to be doing? This and that. What is this and that? Whatever what? I heard it over here. What the Lord wills. What the Lord wills. But that didn't really help us because what is God? What do you, what, what's your will? We have a word that the Lord will, you know this word actually is translated in Arabic that we use all the time. What's the word in Arabic? The Lord will. Inshallah. You guys, you, inshallah is, the, this is actually where it comes from Bible. This in the Bible where it comes from. But the problem with inshallah is you guys know, if I ask you, I'm moving and I, I need to move my furniture, can you come and help me? What are you going to say? You're going to say, inshallah. And then I'm going to say, what time is inshallah? <laughs> Because I don't know what time Inshallah is. Inshallah could be, is, are you coming this week? Are you coming at all? 
and you say, Inshallah. And I think that's the problem with this whole point of God willing because we, we, don't, we don't even use it in the right context. If I ask, hey, do you, you want to do lunch with me this week? Hey, do you want to do lunch later this week? You know, I want, well, can I come visit you? You'll say, what are you going to say? Inshallah. And I'm saying, does he want it? Inshallah is now used as a word that means I don't want to, I don't want to respond to you. Or I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I want to get out of this situation. Which is not the point. I think we took a word from the Bible and turned it to something else. And what I would say to you is, you know your life is short, my life is short, it's going to vanish. You're here today and gone tomorrow. I'm not trying to make you sad, but that's the truth. But the point is, we really need to use the word inshallah a little bit differently. God, what do you will? What do you want? What is your desire for me? What do you want for me? That should be the lifestyle, the prayer we should be having. Today in liturgy, we should be praying, hey God, what, what do you... You put me here in this area for a reason. What do you want? And don't use that word anymore, inshallah, in the wrong context. Unless you're desiring God's will in that statement. So let's not waste any more time using the word or saying it or not even, even asking God. But then now let's get a little bit more detailed. So what is God's will? I'm not going to tell you a specific will today. I'm going to tell you a general will. Okay? So I want you to know something about your life. You have a general will, what God wants for you and for me. Then you have a specific will that God wants for you and for me. Make sense? I'm, I can't tell you specifically that's between you and God. But I'm going to tell you generally what He says today that God wants for you and He wants for me. To get into that, we've got to turn to the gospel today. Because the gospel actually has it. You're not going to like it. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Mark 13, let's open our Bibles to Mark 13, starting from verse 7. Mark 13, starting from verse 7. Let's open together. Mark 13, starting from verse 7. You want to know what God wants for you specifically? Or generally, sorry? Listen here. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, this is Mark 13, verse 7. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled. For such things must happen. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places. And there will be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. But watch out for yourselves. For they will deliver you up to councils. And you'll be beaten in the synagogues. You'll be brought before rulers and kings for my sake. For a testimony to them. So what's God's will for you? You probably don't like what I'm saying today. So far, at the end of times, it's going to be really bad. There's going to be wars, earthquakes, terrorism. There's going to be people hating each other, fights, division, like we talked about last week. There's going to be darkness. So where's God's will in that? What am I supposed to do in that? I'm glad you asked. Look at the next verse. I know you're not paying attention with me, but you're going to want to know what the next verse says. The next verse after all that, it says, And the gospel must First be preached to all nations. End of times. Jesus is coming. Earthquakes, wars, problems. People hate each other. Things happening outside right there. I don't have to explain to you what's happening outside. It's becoming ridiculous. What does God want in the middle of all that darkness? What does He want us to do when the life is a vapor? It's going fast. What does He want from us? That's, this is Because it, it doesn't make sense. This verse doesn't make any sense. It's in the middle of problem, 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 problem. Preach all nations. Problem. If you keep reading, by the way, problem, 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 problem. In the middle 
you must first preach the gospel to all nations. I don't get it. What does God want us to do? I think he's refocusing us here. We know the school systems are getting worse. I hear all of us as families talk about that every day. School systems are worse. The government is not whatever. And the society and the world. It's just as God expected that. Jesus told us that 2,000 years ago. That's what's going to happen. He told us it's going to be bad. But he said in the middle of all that bad stuff, you are the light out there in the darkness. You have to. We have to share who God is in the midst of a dark generation. We have to. You're, you you want to know your life is going fast? I would hate this to happen to you when you're about 100. And God give you many years, all of you. And you look back and say, <laughs> I didn't do anything God wanted me to do. I would hate for us to be in that situation together. I would hate for us to have regrets. That's my worst fear for my life, regrets that I didn't do something. So I'm saying to you today is, as we're standing here at the end of the Coptic year, and this, this week and next week is the same gospel from a different gospel, but the same message. The end is coming. Time is flying. It's, it's, it's almost over. <laughs> and it's going to be bad. Problem, 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 problem. But in the midst of all the problem, I want you to tell people about me. I want you to tell people about me. That's what Jesus is saying in the middle of all this. He's saying, don't waste any more time. The days are long, but the years are short. The days are long. Use those long days to do something for me. I want to talk to you children. First of all, the children. Where are the children? Raise your hand if you're a child. Raise your hand if you're a small child. You're, you're, you're a youth. We'll give you a youth. Children first. Young children. Small children. Okay. Small children. Guess what? One day you're going to wake up and you're not a child anymore. You know what you're going to be? You're going to be a youth. And you're going to get your license. And you're going to drive. And your parents are probably looking at you now like, wow, I don't know how this can happen. And guess what, youth, those of you who are the youth, guess what? You're going to finish being a youth and you're going to go to college, you're going to graduate, and you're going to have your own job. And you know what happens after you have your own job? You're going to get what? You're going to get married. And you know what happens, little guys, that you're going to one day get married? Then you're going to have what? Then you're going to have children. And then you know those children are going to get older. And those children are going to become teens. And those children are going to become... Adults, And guess what? Those children are going to get married. And then guess what? You're going to be a teta and giddu one day. You're going to be a teta and giddu one day. All of you. Some of you already. But even the young ones. And you're going to, have, and you're going to get old. Oh, this can happen fast. And you're going to wake up and it's all going to be to the end. And you're going to be walking like this one day. And you're going to be old and you're going to be at the end. And that's going to happen really fast. That's going to happen really fast. I know you don't believe me. It's going to happen really fast. I still being yesterday being in... In, in like, I still remember kindergarten. I still remember playing. I remember who I was playing with. I still remember clearly. It, it, now I'm old. Not very old, but a little bit. And you know, so, and one day I'm going to be a good dude and take the grandfather and grandmother. And it's going to be, I don't know about that day. But anyways, what I'm saying to you is this. Time's fine. Like it or not. Accept it or not. But don't waste any more time. Please. This church is different. We're not a church that talks. We're a church that does. We're a church that lives a certain way. That's what I love about you. That's, that's what is unique about us. I don't want anyone to say one day that STSA Leesburg. What, 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 what do they do? What do they do with this area, for their lives, for their communities, for their neighbors, for their workplace? I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to live like that. 
So first, we must understand life is short. Second, let's ask God what He wills. He said today part of what He wills. To share Him to all people. And the final thing I would say when life is short is cherish the time with people around you. What I mean by this, listen to me carefully. Time is running fast. Cherish the time with your spouse. Cherish the time with your children. One day they're going to be gone. Children, cherish the time with your parents. They're doing everything for you. They sacrifice everything for you. One day they're going to be gone. Like, gone. Don't waste time. Siblings, I know we fight, brothers and sisters. It happens all the time. It happens to me. It happens to you. Don't waste time. It's not worth it. Enjoy your time with your brother and sister. Enjoy your time with your family and friends. When you go to work, make the most of it. Find out what you can do to brighten the work up, to lighten the place up. When you go home, be a light to your home. Cherish the people around you. Enjoy it to the fullest with them. I don't want us to live in regret. Time is going too fast, and I don't want us to live in regret. Don't miss out today on something great God wants for you. You know, when, when it says in John 10, 10, Christ came to give life to the fullest, that's it. The fullest is using your life, every bit of it, to the fullest, not to waste it, to do what He wants, to encourage people around you, and cherish the people around you, Let's pray for that today. And when we say the words, inshallah, it's going to mean something totally different. Today in the altar, we always point to the altar when I'm sharing with you the Bible. Because this is the center of why we're here. Today on this altar, you're before the altar and same with me. We're going to receive from this altar today. And I, I want to say, like, I want us to pray a prayer during the liturgy. Say, God, I heard from Abuna, time is running fast. What do you want to do with me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me generally? And what do you want from me specifically? I'm yours. I'm willing. I don't want to, I don't want to have regret. I don't want to miss time with you. I don't want to like, not cherish the people around me and like, take them for granted. God, tell me what your will is. Life is a vapor, but it's a beautiful liturgy. Let's spend it this Labor Day weekend asking God for His will. What do you want for me, Lord? Let's pray for one another and glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.